picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words. And if we look close enough, we'll see God in it. And that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way he works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately his love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, and let's walk through this journey together. Hi friends, welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Today we have with us Erin. Erin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we'd love to get to know you a little bit better, Erin. I just know you through CU Church and through uh, Young Lives a little bit. So we'd just love to know a little bit about who Erin is. Yeah. So I'm Erin Watson and I am married to my husband, Jason, and we have a four-year-old son, Grayson. I live in Villa Grove. Uh, We farm, and um, I'm originally from Urbana, born and raised, and yeah, so. Yeah. So what took you to Villa Grove? So I met my husband, now husband, and he farms there with his family, and so that's where I knew I was going to land Yeah. Uh, if I married Jason, and I love it. Uh, We live, I grew up, I'm actually a farmer's daughter, so I come from a farm family, but ironically grew up in town in Urbana. Um, my dad commuted to the farm. My mom actually commuted to work in Springfield. So oh, okay. they um, had, ra- they raised us in, in town. And um, yeah. so I wasn't a country girl. So when I married Jason, I moved out to the country and that was a new experience. Yeah. It was an adjustment and I love it now. I absolutely yeah. love it. So yeah. yeah, that's how I got to Villa Grove. That's awesome. So I know um, that faith is a big part of your life. Uh, Do you want to tell us a little bit about your faith journey? Um, When did Jesus uh, become real to you in your life? Sure. So um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a Christian home. Um, I actually um, grew up in church since I was a little girl. My great-grandparents, I think, started the church that we... um, Grew up at Twin City Bible Church, and so so we lived a couple blocks from church, walked to church every Sunday morning on nice days, and I just remember faith and Jesus always being a part of our family. Um, At big family gatherings, my grandparents set um, a great example in their faith journey, and as did Mm -hmm. my parents, and so um, growing up, that was always a part of my life. in later on in high school and middle school years, I was always the um, one that kind of bucked the curve and mm-hmm. uh, was uh, a little testing of my faith of like, what is this God thing? And mm-hmm. um, but I always knew that that was the foundation, and yeah. so I yeah. just have been super thankful for my parents in laying that foundation and just always being there um, for me through the ups and downs. Um, And then 
when I went away to college, I went to Florida State and so moved away from my oh, whole yeah. faith uh, career yeah, journey. Yeah, your or, whole community, My really. whole community, that's yeah. the word. And so I was fortunate enough to be um, at Florida State with a girl who also grew up in church. And so I mm. remember one Sunday we woke up and we looked at each other and we said, I think our parents would like us to go to church. <laughs> but it really was a deciding factor that we had to make as young adults. We had yeah. no one to wake us up that Sunday morning or any Sunday morning after that. Yeah. We had no one to tell us um, that we had to go to church. Yeah. But I really remember that being a pivotal point in my faith journey where I said that this is something that I want. This is a personal relationship with God that I want, not that my parents are making mm. me. And I never really felt that. And I don't think that my parents ever made us. Yeah. But it, you, it, I think when you grow up in church, you really have to have that turning point where this mm -hmm. is your faith and not yeah. your parents or your grandparents' faith. Yeah. And so that's when um, that happened for me in college. And I, um, in Tallahassee, went to First mm -hmm. Baptist Church of Tallahassee, and they had an amazing college ministry where um, my roommate and I got plugged into, met mm -hmm. some amazing um, church friends. And mm -hmm. for the first time, I think we both felt that um, community yeah. uh, in that really formative years where we needed it in the faith community. So yeah. we... Um, yeah, lived our college life with um, that community and then came home after college. And yeah, yeah. that th I just love how God works because it, it's, it was part of his plan yeah. for you to have that roommate. And so for yeah. you guys to really hold each other accountable and say, hey, like we can't keep walking on our parents' beliefs, right. we have to make this our own. And then exactly. for you to be able to get plugged in and yeah. and just continue to grow and flourish in your relationship with Christ. And it really was. Really there cool. was it was neat. Um, looking back, there were so many God moments in mm -hmm. Tallahassee where um, when we walked into... I mean, only God knew that that was the church we needed to walk into because we walked in yeah. um, one... Um, I think it was like maybe a Wednesday night was their college night. We walked in and met a girl from Champaign. No way. And we were like, oh my gosh, we knew each other. We worked at Herbergers together. Oh and my we, gosh. Um, yeah, so that connection and then um, just met really, really good friends that rooted us in yeah. our faith community um, in Tallahassee. And yeah, and then I joined a Bible study and in that Bible study is where I learned about young lives. Okay. And so we can talk a little bit about, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. But. I would love to know about that. So, um, explain what young lives is yeah. for people that are listening and maybe have no idea. Yeah. So young life or young lives is young life's ministry to teen moms. So young life is a, um, national uh, Christian ministry that reaches high school kids, middle school kids, college kids, kids with disabilities, and teen moms. And so okay. Young Lives is the teen mom ministry. Okay. And so Young Life and Young Lives are kind of two different are this, things. They're, they're under kind the of two in one almost. Yes. Young Lives is under the Young Life umbrella. Okay. Yep. Okay. So we are the 
specific ministry of Young Life to Teen Moms okay. called Young Lives. And But okay. I will rewind a little bit because when I was in um, high school, I was involved in our youth group at Twin City, mm-hmm. and my youth pastor asked me to babysit for a teen mom group. And so Aww. I babysat a lot, yeah. and, so, and, my, and I volunteered a lot. My mom was amazing in... Um, also setting that foundation of service and giving back. And so I volunteered a lot. Um, So anyway, I volunteered at a teen mom ministry Mm -hmm. um, that was not young lives, but I fell in love with um, Mm -hmm. the girls and the babies. And that really changed the trajectory of my life. Again, God knew Mm -hmm. where to put me and where um, he was leading my life. And so I uh, got involved in that a couple of years later, went away to college, was in a Bible study, mm-hmm. was sharing about my time babysitting for this teen mom group back at home. Mm-hmm. One of the ladies helping lead the Bible study said, well, wait a second. I know a lady named Lisa who wants to start Young Lives in Tallahassee, which is oh. a teen mom ministry. And I said, Oh, wow. So next thing I knew, I was meeting Lisa for coffee the next um, week and helped start Young Lives in Tallahassee as a college student. Oh, my goodness. So... Wow. So what did that look like? How does that even come together? Obviously, lots of help and hands and... Yeah. So we just started to meet uh, teen moms and friend be friends with them mm-hmm. and um then we would meet other ladies who had a heart to serve teen moms mm-hmm. who wanted to be mentors and mm-hmm. then we started having groups together with the the teen moms that we met and the mentors that we met and yeah. that's how young lives got started and so I was a part of that in college as a college student when you have all the other you know demands and requirements and things that you're trying to do with your education how neat to be able to be a part of this incredible ministry as well yeah it was all God because he put really a deep uh rooted passion in my heart Mm. for the girls and so I I still hold dear those first um girls I met in Tallahassee Those were um, dear friends. So how long were you part of this ministry when you were in Florida? Um, Probably three or so, three and a half years. Okay. And then I graduated and um, was moving home. And Mm -hmm. Lisa, the original friend that I met Mm -hmm. um, for coffee, charged me with starting Young Lives in Champaign. She said, okay, Erin, like, I... I would love for you to go home and see Young Lives because at that point, Young Lives was all um, across the country, but it was a lot smaller than it is now. And so um, when I went home, I reached out to the local Young Life chapter Mm -hmm. and I just emailed the info line and Mm -hmm. said, hey, I was a part of this ministry in Tallahassee, would love to start it if you guys are interested in in Champaign. Mm Mm-hmm. And on the other end, Abby Hobbs replied and said, we've been praying for this ministry to come to Champaign for years, and you're an answer to prayer, and I would love to partner with you on this. And so, yeah, that was in 2008. Oh, my gosh. And um, that gives us kind of history. (laughs) That gives me chills, because just look at how God had a plan all the way back to that time when your pastor had asked, hey, would you like to help with the child care? And then 
the way that God stirred in your heart. And oh my gosh, yeah. that just, I love hearing how God works. It it's is. incredible. It's, it's amazing. And I think he uses his people yeah. um, to help in that because had my youth pastor not have asked mm. me to babysit that night, I yeah. don't know how I'm, you know, God would work in other ways, but I think it just takes someone to ask yeah. and yeah. Um, for someone to say yes. And then God does the rest. And look at how incredible that is that um, there was this group of people that were praying to bring this to our area. And God was preparing you all that time before to be that answer to prayer. And he used you in that that prayer and and connected the two. And it's amazing. And there's even a... Um, I just love God stories, so this oh, is a fun one too. Me too. That a couple uh, about a year ago, um, I was I, I think maybe CU Church had started sharing more about young lives, and mm-hmm. a lady had reached out and said, "I would love to provide a meal for one of your Thursday night groups." And I was like, "Great, wonderful!" And that lady happened to be Lisa Rodwin, and she was the leader of the teen mom group in high school that I babysat with. And I, she was like, Erin, do you remember me? And I was like, oh my goodness, Lisa. Yes, absolutely. I do. And so her and her daughter, Kara, um, have provided meals and have just been a, a, blessing and support in my season now in Young Lives, but just knowing that they were in the season Mm. when I very first met teen moms and started babysitting and to see us now at the same church and them um, serving in ways is, it's beautiful. It's amazing. The full circle moments. Those are the things that you have, you just have to look back and you're like, I have I had nothing in my power or control to do any of this. Yeah, yeah. This is completely God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I love those stories where you can just point it all back yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. You can, you can point it all back to him. Yeah. So rewind back. I know I get so excited and go lots of different ways. Yeah, I'm kind of a squirrel in that way where I just bounce around. That's okay. (laughs) Me too. Um, So yeah, let's rewind a little bit. So you had talked with um, the gal and she's like, you're an answer to prayer. We want to bring this to Champaign. What did it look like at that point? How did you move forward? So I had come home from college and I was actually working full time at Prairie Center, um, which was a substance abuse agency back then. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was doing that, but also knew that I had this passion and burning mm-hmm. in me to still continue to um, love and care for teen moms. And mm-hmm. so I knew I wanted to do both. Um, I knew I needed a job. And yeah. so that was yeah. uh, that check that box. But I also knew that I had this passion. And so mm-hmm. really, um, Abby and I just started praying and mm-hmm. asking God how this might look um, if we started serving tea moms in Champagne, And yeah. so we were praying and talking to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. um, when I was volunteering with the teen mom program in high school, I met a young lady and her son, Ray, um, Larcina is the mom. And mm-hmm. I met them back then, got to know their family well. So I was always, um, I think, connected to um, 
the community mm-hmm. in in that sense, and um, just also really told Larcina and her family, I would love to continue this as I come home, mm-hmm. and they were really, really instrumental and helpful in um, saying, yeah, we, we would love to help you on this, and so between that and Abby and um, just a a great supportive Young Life community and committee. Mm-hmm. We launched Young Lives, I want to say it was January of 2009. Wow. And um, we started in Rantoul and in Champaign. So we had two groups going. We had a group of volunteer mentors and teen moms, and we just all became friends. And Yeah. Yeah. So what does that look like? So you said you were meeting at the at that point in Champaign and in mm-hmm. Rantoul. So what does a meeting look like yeah. and what's the frequency of it? So we've always met the first and third Thursday of the month. Okay. That, since 2009, that's been our thing. It's always been yeah. six to eight. We start with um, dinner together, family style. We have volunteers provide dinner. Mm-hmm. And then after we eat dinner together, um, mm-hmm. we drop off our kids at childcare, And then we meet together as moms and mentors. And mm-hmm. we talk about God. We play fun mm-hmm. games. We talk about life. We might learn a new skill that night through a speaker. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's just a really fun night to get together as friends and um, relax and learn. That's incredible. Yeah. So is it something that the teen moms, it's just a complete volunteer situation? Do they have to pay to be a part of it? How does all that work Yeah, it's all volunteer. So the girls get to come. for free and the mentors are volunteering their time too and so um really the heartbeat of young lives is the relationship component to it Mm -hmm. and so we really um just want to be friends um among our mentor team we are friends among our team with the girls we are friends and so Mm -hmm. we're just developing genuine, authentic relationships. And I think that also mirrors our relationship with God and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And so we are just women who know how much Jesus means to us and the power um, of our relationship with him working in our lives. And we just want to share that. And we're just sharing that with teen moms. Yeah. Yeah. So do these, um, when the, when the gals come in and they are introduced to uh, Young Lives, is that something where they're on their own faith journey? Maybe they're trying to figure out who God is or they're mm-hmm. already established in a relationship with the Lord. It probably is all over the, the board yeah. that way. Yeah, I think it, it is all over the board, just like with our friends in the yeah. um, community or Absolutely. in our neighborhood or in our schools or workplaces. Um, we're meeting girls who might have grown up in church with family, um, mm-hmm. but for one reason or another um, are not in the church anymore. We might meet girls who've never been in the church and never Mm -hmm. been exposed to Jesus or faith. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're, yeah, we're meeting girls from all different faith journeys and just really um, walking with them right where they're at, whether that's in their faith journey, their life journey, their parenting journey. Um, We really just, um, our desire is to meet girls where they're at, Mm. not judge them and only love them and then just walk with them um, through life. 
Do you have, I'm sure you have story after story of the impact that, that this ministry has had on these girls' lives. Do you have a story that maybe just kind of stands out to you and just, um, maybe whether that was their faith journey or coming from a situation that, um, was maybe volatile or unsafe and now they're in a different place. Do you have anything like that, that you could share, um, just obviously without names and such. I I would just say in general that we've been privileged to walk with girls who Mm -hmm. um, graduated high school when they didn't think that was a possibility after they got pregnant and had a baby. We've been privileged to baptize a couple girls who made a a declaration that Jesus is the center of their life and that Mm. um, they want him every day um, in their life. And I think that's powerful because that's really two generations that we're impacting and so just what that means for the next generation of their kids um we take a summer camp to or we take a trip to summer camp in michigan every summer with our mentors moms and babies and this is a week-long young lives camp where we meet with other young lives groups across the midwest oh wow and so it's um a camp that is like I said, all moms, all babies um, Mm -hmm. from Young Lives Across the Midwest, where we get to every single day experience adventure, Jesus, and really good food. (laughs) So that is um, really a time where we dig deep into our faith. We have awesome cabin times at the end of the night where the babies Mm -hmm. are cared for by childcare workers, and we just get to sit on the floor and just talk about life and Jesus and the reality that we can't do it without Jesus. And it's a really awesome moment too, for the girls to hear from us as mentors Mm -hmm. to know that we do not have it all figured out. We do not have our lives um, perfect. And sometimes the girls are like, wow, we really thought that you guys had perfect lives Mm -hmm. and we really thought you've never been through anything. And for us to share and be vulnerable in those authentic real relationship moments to say, yes, we've needed Jesus in these times in our lives. We couldn't have made it through without him. I think there's a connection there to really say, okay, tell me more about this Jesus Mm. and um, what he means to you and what this could look like for me in my life. Yeah. Because, I mean, reality is we are way more alike than we are different. I mean, it's so easy to look at someone else's life and just that social media or just, you know, from Mm -hmm. passing and just think, oh, they probably just don't have to worry about this or that. And truth is they probably have more than what we even realize. We just all have different worries and struggles. And, Mm -hmm. and I love normalizing that with our girls and our mentors to be like, we might have different obstacles. We might have different struggles and worries in our mm-hmm. lives, but please don't ever think that we don't have them and that um, we are above anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just have a God um, who we cast all those worries and anxieties on yeah. um, and know that he can take care of them and hold them. And Absolutely. Yeah. So how long do the girls stay in the program? So it's it's directed for teen moms. Is yep. there uh, like a graduation yeah, type thing? We actually have graduation coming up in oh, um, yeah. a couple of days. And so our girls um, 
get to um, come in whenever we meet them, pregnant mm-hmm. or parenting between 13 to 19 years old, mm-hmm. and then the graduation happens. So it could be a varying time that they're in the program depending on when they enter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to then stay in until they're 20, um, mm-hmm. and then they graduate out. We get to celebrate a lot of high school graduations this coming oh. week, and we're going to celebrate a couple Young Lives graduations of girls yeah. who've been in the program and are graduating out. I bet that's bittersweet in a lot of ways. It really is. But the beautiful thing about Young Lives um, is that it's a, like I said before, it's a it's a ministry based on relationships. So these yeah. girls, I mean, I'm still friends with oh. girls who um, were in Young Lives 13 years ago. Oh. Um, I can think of one who I just absolutely adore. And she calls me and checks on me and mm. I check on her. And um, yeah, we've had a lot of, we've done a lot of life together and that all started just as a genuine friendship in Young Lives. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure even that 13 years later, you can see the impact that this ministry has had on her life throughout the years, even after she's not technically in the group yeah. anymore, but still a part. Yeah, absolutely. She knows that we'll always be there for her. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. how incredible. So, Back in 2009, you launched this group. How have you seen it change and grow now when we're this many years later? Oh, uh, we um, are seeing lots of prayers answered. So mm-hmm. I, will, I will say that in my life, um, the saying that it's God's timing and not ours mm-hmm. has become very um, evident. Mm-hmm. And right now we're living out prayers that we've been praying for 10 or more oh. years, we've um, wow. opened up a home, a residential home for teen moms oh, that we wow. have been praying for, for like I said, 10 or more years. We just always saw a need in yeah. Champaign when our girls um, faced homelessness or mm. they were couch surfing and did not mm-hmm. have a stable living facility. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kept praying, God, we would love to meet mm-hmm. this need. We would love to partner with you in serving our girls in this way. And our mm-hmm. prayers were answered last year. And so we opened up a home for teen moms. Um, and wow. we are um, serving them in that way. And that's been an answer to prayer. Um, yeah. We, yeah, we have a wonderful mentor team mm-hmm. where... Um, the saying is the uh, harvest is plentiful. The workers mm. may be few. We are we've lived in that where we have served many many teen moms, and we were prayerful for more mentors to walk alongside them in mm-hmm. um, relationship. And right now, our prayers have been answered. We would love more, but we are sitting with about twenty women who have said yes to Jesus and have said yes to teen moms. And wow. that is um, beautiful. That yeah. is that is my, if I can say, my favorite part of the ministry is just serving alongside these women who um, stepped out in faith, like we kind of talked about earlier, who mm-hmm. were like, okay, God, if I, if you're calling me to this, there is only you are going to be the only way that this is going to work and happen in our busy schedules and in 
um, a time where I may be nervous to mm-hmm. walk alongside someone that might look different from me, have a different life than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly feel called to this and I'm going to walk with you, Lord, in saying yes to this. And so I think that is so beautiful to mm-hmm. see the women mm-hmm. on our mentor team say yes to teen moms and say yes to Jesus daily um and the relationships that they're forming the change that they are making in our girls lives yeah it's a privilege what what an incredible gift just in all ways i mean what a gift for the mentors what a gift for the young moms Mm -hmm. um i mean it's it's essentially a family we are we say that a lot we are our young lives family yeah we we use that terminology a lot yeah. Because we feel that in all the the ways that families are and mm-hmm. the ways that families, yeah, function. We hear that. Wow. Yeah. What? Wow. Just so, yeah. I'm just, wow is like literally the only words yeah. that I can come up with because God is just so present in every aspect of this story. He is. He is. Yeah. And I, um, it's just so neat too, because I think about um, just as I've, probably overuse this word of friendship and um, genuine um, Mm -hmm. relationship with our girls. I um, lost my father four years ago and Mm. my girls were the ones that were reaching out to me and showing up at his funeral and praying Mm. for me and, and sharing in that time with me that I thought, wow, like the maturity of a teenager to reach out to me and to show care and genuine concern in that time. Mm -hmm. It's not just me pouring into them. They pour into me too. And so those are the times that I know like, okay, God, you have me where I'm supposed to be because I love these girls so much. And they're, they're loving me back in those hard Mm -hmm. times too. And so that is just such a joy for me to be able to live real life with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to create friendship. You know, ev- everything that you're talking about is just so much of what every one of us want yeah. and need. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just the, it's being able to love and pour into someone. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, we do that and we do it just because we care. But in the end, we are actually receiving so much more so than much. what we're even giving. Yeah. And that's the grace and beauty of how God works. Absolutely. I think that is, that is so true. And, um, I think that's why God asks us to say yes to serving and to helping others is, um, he's going to be with us Mm -hmm. in that. And sometimes when it seems scary or Mm -hmm. it seems, um, maybe a burden or hard at times, um, that, we continue to say yes to him um, and what he's asked us to do and yeah. he will provide. And yeah. um, in the end, there's those times where you can turn around and say, wow, I remember those days and I remember that season. And this is mm-hmm. I where I saw God work in that. Mm-hmm. And those are the times where you just turn ra- back around and you keep going forward and keep serving and loving. Yeah. Yeah just came to mind do you are you still in contact with that roommate that you yeah. had in college yeah yeah her name's candy she okay. lives in the chicago suburbs and okay. yeah yeah that was 
So she gets, she almost has like a front row seat to all of the things that have happened. And she saw the beginning. She did. Yeah, she did. She saw the beginning. And um, yeah, she, like I said, I truly, truly believe God puts people in our lives in Mm -hmm. seasons um, Mm -hmm. and weaves us together. And I have so many of those seasons and people that I can look back to and point to and say, I know God sent you. I know God put you in my life for a reason, and I can see um, his hand in all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So you were um, recently interviewed by our local uh, TV station, and they did mm-hmm. a spotlight on Young Lives. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that and, and what unfolded from it? Sure, sure. Um, so... I had no idea that Remarkable Women um, was a thing, but I got a phone call, um, oh, maybe in January, that said, you've won a trip to L.A. And I thought, wow, this is a fun scam. I get lots of those scam calls. (laughs) This is a fun one. I said, oh, no, okay. And I almost hung up on him. And Uh he said, no, actually, you were nominated. Um And our local TV station has picked you as the Remarkable Women to send to L.A. for a um, Remarkable Woman conference. And I thought, oh, my gosh, okay. And I kind of didn't really know what it was because I wasn't – I didn't see the um, things on WCIA where it was saying – nominate your remarkable woman right but right. my mentor and friend abby hobbs did mm. and she nominated me yeah. and um so then fast forward they interviewed me shared the story of young lives and then i got to go to la and meet 111 other women from across wow. the country that had been nominated in their tv market okay and we all met together in la And they um, put on a show for us. They gave us a tour of L.A. They really rolled out the red carpet and um, celebrated us for what we do in our local communities. And I met amazing women out there from, like I said, all across the country who in their little pockets of their community Mm -hmm. are doing remarkable work. And so that was such a joy. And we're yeah. still in contact today. Um, yeah. Those women. What, and it, it's just another one of those uh, huge blessings Yeah, that you, you went into this with just a heart of service and you weren't going in for give me this or I hope I get that or no. whatever. It was completely selfless. And once again, in the kindness yeah. and grace of God, he, he just... Um, yeah, he just loves on us. Yeah, those things that make me a little bit uncomfortable, the awards and the yeah, the yeah. accolades and all of that, because like you said, I don't do this for yeah, that. Absolutely. And I um, just hope I point it all back to him and um, yeah. not on myself 100%. Yeah. And um, you do. So, you, you do. Yeah. You do. But it, it makes me nervous when those <laughs> awards. So that's the that's where God teaches me, okay, you just need to receive this mm. and you just need to sit in this and um that is that is what I try to work on, but um yeah. yeah. It it's yeah. hard when it's you hard. when you have a servant's heart. Yeah. I think sometimes it is hard to sit and receive. Yeah. Um it is. but there's a gift in that as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what do you, do you see things for Young Lives um, in the future? Obviously, we want this ministry to grow and just yeah. continue to give God glory and build relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have hopes for Young Lives uh, coming up in the future? Yeah. I mean, I just hope that we continue to um, serve out our mission by loving teen moms and yeah. pointing them to Jesus. Um, we have our largest group of girls. We have 70 girls, oh. over 70 girls registered and 48 who are connected to mentors. We have wow. obviously that math there. There's a pocket of young moms who are not connected to mentors that we would love to connect to mentors. Okay. So we would love um, for more women to say yes to Jesus and to say yes to teen moms and yeah. um, serve with us. Um, and we're just so thankful for, we have an amazing community um, that walks alongside young lives to be able to walk alongside our teen moms. And we're just so thankful for the people that do that um, with us. And yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just Hope to continue to serve Jesus through loving teen moms. Yeah. So if someone is listening and they want to somehow be a part of this ministry, um, what are the ways that someone could give back? Is that something there, is there a place um, where they can have donations? Mm -hmm. um, Maybe if they aren't comfortable with mentoring or maybe they do want to mentor. What are the different needs that Young Lives has? Yeah, so I can um, share probably five. So one is we are a nonprofit, so 100% of our budget comes from private donations. So we do um, fundraise and ask mm-hmm. for personal support. So mm-hmm. um, financial giving could mm-hmm. be a way that a listener could give. Um, we also provide resources to the girls through our donation center. So at CU Church on Weber Street, we have a room that has all the baby items you could think of Mm. that people in the community donate to. And then our girls get to shop at um, on Thursday or throughout the week, their mentors can bring them to shop. And so diapers, wipes, baby clothes, all kinds of baby items. So we take donations in that way. Um, And then on Thursday nights, we have uh, childcare who come and volunteer. Mm -hmm. So if you love babies and you want to serve in that way, the first and third Thursday night at Weber Street Mm -hmm. um, in Urbana. We have child care volunteers. That's a way to serve. And then through mentorship, um, we ask that girl or that women um, that are believers come give a year a commitment Mm -hmm. and get Mm -hmm. matched up with a teen mom and then serve in that way. That looks like coming to Thursday night groups with the girls, getting um, together with your mentee outside of Thursday night groups, Mm -hmm. um, and then we do mentor training and mentor fellowship um, among our mentor team, which is amazing community that you would join if you join our mentor team. Um, And then lastly, on Thursday nights, we provide meals to our girls um, and our mentor team. We, like I said, sit together family style, so we have... Um, volunteers provide that dinner on Mm. Thursday nights to our group. So those are just ways that you can get involved and we'd love to plug you in anyway. And then we'd also ask for prayers. Um, if you're a prayer warrior and that is where you, um, have a desire to serve, we would love 
for prayers, and Mm -hmm. I would love to send you a list of ways you can pray for the ministry. Absolutely. So if someone is wanting to um, check out a website or a way to actually have some visuals, what's the best way to do that? So our um, national website is www.younglife.org slash younglives. So you can check out um, Young Lives in that sense. Um, Okay. I am very, not very tech savvy, so That's you okay. can um, reach out to me on Facebook, Erin okay. Grace Watson on Facebook, okay, um, or email me. Um, okay. You can get my email off that um, Facebook or, yeah. yeah, reach out to me. Anyway, yeah. I'd love to connect you and share yeah. more. I'll make sure and put both of those uh, pieces in the show notes Great. so that if anyone wants to connect with you, they can yeah. make sure and do that. Yeah. Um, one final question I do have yeah. for you, though. Um, what do you know about God now that you did not know about him? Let's say even that moment when you were asked to babysit for the first time for that, that group, um, in this entire stretch of all these things that God has done, what do you know about him now that you didn't know back then? Oh, um, that's a hard question. Let's see. I think I knew that he is... Uh, faithful to his word, but I think I'm seeing it Mm. now. I don't think I looked for it before. Um, Where I think, like I said, just growing up in the church, I heard all of these things about Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. um, where now I can see where those elders and the... um, My parents' friends or my grandparents maybe shared stories, and I thought, "Mm, okay, that might be... We'll see. But now I think that I could be one to share stories of how God has been faithful um, and shown up. And um, yeah, Yeah. it's so neat. Because it was it was their story. And now it's your story. Yeah. 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 That's so incredible. Gosh, Erin, I am just so excited. And I appreciate you coming and just sharing your story and um I just pray blessings on um, just your family because I know that there's sacrifice for your husband and your kiddo for you to be able to serve in this manner. Thank you. Um, I pray blessings upon young lives and I just can't wait to see the things that God is just going to continue to do and grow. And we just give him such praise and thanks for the faithfulness that he's done um, just throughout the years and getting Young Lives Where It Is. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I'm so thankful that Erin came to share that incredible story with us today. Wasn't it so neat that you could see that thread that was woven throughout her story? And now, all those years later, God has turned that thread into this beautiful tapestry in the way that he worked in her life to affect other people's lives and serve and love on these young moms. Wow, what a gift to be able to just hear all of the things that God has done. And I hope that through Aaron's story that you are encouraged as well. I hope you can see that thread in your life that God is weaving throughout your story. And he is creating a beautiful tapestry. I hope you can see that and I hope that you're encouraged because he does have a plan for your life. 
just like he has a plan for Aaron's life as well. Reach out to Erin and just let her know that you appreciate her being on the podcast. Send her a bit of encouragement. And if you feel led to serve in one way or another with Young Lives, definitely reach out. She shared all of the different needs. And one of the greatest needs, of course, is prayer. So if you are a prayer warrior and this story of these young moms has impacted your heart, please do pray for this ministry because it is making a huge difference. And like she said, it's not only the moms, but it is their child or children. So it's affecting generations to come. If you're encouraged by these conversations, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out and you get notifications every time a new podcast is uploaded. Also, Could you take a moment and rate and review the podcast? That just helps other people find Word Pictures with Meredith when they are searching for it. And hey, did you know that we have Word Pictures with Meredith merchandise? So you can get a t-shirt, you can get a sweatshirt. On the front of that shirt, it says loved. Because friends, my mission is to let you know that you are so loved. I look forward to the next time that we can meet again.